0: Hey Overcomers, I think that it's time for us to talk about something that can be a little bit embarrassing to speak on sometimes. If you have interstitial cystitis or any other bladder condition, I am sure that at some point you had to stop what you were doing, I mean just drop it, (laughs) and make a mad dash to the bathroom. Sometimes the urge to pee is so strong that you find yourself coaching your bladder giving it a little pep talk saying things like hold it I'm almost there I can make it I can make it (laughs) join me on today's episode as I share with you what I learned about the bladder pacemaker as well as speak on urinary incontinence a little bit and I will also be sharing with you some tips that you could use to help you get through those tough informative doctor's appointments so please stay tuned Welcome to Living Beyond the Pain with me, K. Rochelle. I am so glad that you're joining me for another episode. I hope that all is well with you and your family. And I just wanted to take the time out to kind of talk about something that I thought was very interesting. On the last episode, I mentioned how my doctor informed me about a device he called a pacemaker for the bladder. We were discussing all of my options and and i didn't have very many to be honest with you it was really just a few and one of the options was the botox you know injections again and also the bladder pacemaker he mentioned and there's also the bladder distension as well and a nerve block and doing those procedures in the hospital or whether or not i wanted to do them in the clinic and that was something that i really needed to make sure that i thought about which I thought I had my mind made up before I got there until he started telling me about the bladder pacemaker, which is like an inner stem device is what it's called, so I sat there and I listened to him, and as he explained to me what the device does and that it helps to you know to attach yourself to the nerve and helps control the nerve impulses so that it can regulate when you go to the restroom basically whether it's you know doing number one or number two so it's for urinary incontinence or if you're having any problems with like constipation things like that it'll help as well and he was really you know, honest with me and he was excited about it and he thought it would it could possibly be beneficial to me and what I needed and I still was kinda of freaking out about it. And I was listening to him and he brought this device in and he's showing it to me and I'm like, I'm freaking out. What do you mean? And then when I hear pacemaker, it just honestly it just made me think about, like, my dad, he had a heart attack, and he had a pacemaker. And I'm like, I don't need something shocking my nerves. And I was just was like, I'm so um, misinformed about what's going on. So I was like, let me let me stop overthinking, and let me just listen to him. And, you know, the first thing that I started doing, too was asking questions and I was asking him questions about my concerns and he was sharing, you know, what he thought I might be concerned about before I can even say it. So I really appreciate him being that kind of doctor that is actually like, let me make sure I try to help calm your nerves about this particular, uh, this particular device and, and what it does and its function. So I was kind of happy about that. And I started, you know self-evaluating again as I was trying to make a decision on what I wanted to do next so I just just took a minute he left out for a little bit and I was kind of like okay let me just sit here so I decided to wait on the pacemaker because I still wasn't certain about it and we decided to go ahead and you know, to schedule a new procedure or another procedure with the Botox injections to help calm my bladder down because my bladder has been kicking my butt lately. After I left the doctor's office, I couldn't stop thinking about it though. It's like, if this is something that's out there that could possibly help me or someone else, I think I owed it enough to myself to at least check it out so when i got home i was reading the brochure and it wasn't saying much it was just giving me percentages of people that it could possibly help or it has helped i don't know but (laughs) you don't know who these people are but they saying that it helped some people and i'm like okay in a in a trial it helped and they said it was something about being mri compatible meaning like you don't have to worry about it coming out if you have to get an mri done because the technology had advanced so much, and and that was awesome, and that was great, and it talked about urinary incontinence and different types of incontinence that could, that it helps with, and that it could possibly reduce significantly or or alleviate it altogether. But nothing that I read about said anything about the pain. It'll help you keep from going to the bathroom too much, I guess to keep your bladder from being so overactive, which could possibly cause you to have less pain because you're going to the bathroom less. But what if you're like me and you don't go to the restroom a lot? What if you don't? How does that help you? Especially if it's causing you a lot of pain. And so I really wanted to make sure that I take the time out to do a little bit of research and that's what I'm going to share with you what I found out in just a moment. Hey, I hope that you're enjoying today's episode. If you're listening in on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, or any of the wonderful platforms that I'm on, please feel free to leave a review, a comment, a rating, and share it with someone who you feel needs it. But wait, don't go anywhere. There's still more. Okay, so you know the first thing that I did was grab my laptop and my tablet and I started doing some research, okay? So, on my research, I googled the bladder pacemaker. And when I did that, I found a website that I thought gave some really good information. And it was uwhealth.org. And it was telling me about the pacemaker. They called it an interstem device. And people who get it is for those who have like overactive bladders and when nothing is working to help calm your bladder down when you're having the overactive bladder like you're having the the leakage problems you know or you're having the urinary urgency things like that and none of the therapies are working none of the pelvic floor exercises none of those things are helping and this is where the Bladder pacemaker comes in, and I was told in the office that they do it as an outpatient. And you do it as a trial, and you do it They have two stages. The first one is you go in and let them basically do like a test run for about two weeks. You wear the battery on the outside and then they'll connect the stem into you know to your nerve and it's like a a electrode it's a tiny one and it's placed near your nerve and from there you'll try it out for a week you'll have this belt on that'll help it and during that two weeks that you have it on it'll send a little bit of electrical pulses through that nerve that kind of helps you with your bladder function so that's a good thing because it's like okay let me is kind of helping you control it and then you get an opportunity to see if it works for you before you make the decision to have it implanted under your skin and where they place it is near your butt so my doctor told me that it would be like a little small incision they would put it in there and it was completely you know reversible if I didn't want to do it anymore they could take it back out or if I see it's not helping me and then it still wouldn't do any permanent damage to my nerves which is a great thing to know and so I was like okay well that doesn't sound too bad and then I was like let me let me process this and I was like okay well this is it doesn't sound too bad it sounds like something that could possibly you know help me then you know, I'm willing to, you know, look more into it. So, I don't know what you think about it. It is something to think about. But I thought about, like, do you even know, or you, I'm sure you know what incontinence is. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Just so you'll understand what incontinence is for those who may not know. And it's just loss con, you know loss of bladder control. It can be severe it could be urgency it could be stress related it could be from your medications things like that stress incontinence you know it happens so where your muscles and your the tissues around the opening of your bladder are weak and if they're weak it's going to cause more pressure against your bladder and then that can cause it um you to have some leakages you know I did say leak it just <laughs> so anyway pressure when you call for you know things like that can cause you to have you know leak and that's stress incontinence so it's kind of be making sure that you're aware of the type of incontinence that you have because you need to know because The one that I get sometimes, I don't think that it's more stress-related because I don't have any leakage or anything like that. Thank you, Jesus. But um, there is one that do get to me sometimes, and it's the urge incontinence, And that's when you just have to just break out and you have to go. And it's like you can hear the sound of water dripping. You can hear, like, you know, drinking water or anything like that it'll make you feel like you have to go and you may even, you know, not even make it to the bathroom. That's how bad it could be. And I haven't had an accident like that, but I've had that moment where it's like, I got to go and that's exactly what, you know, I'm trying to do, just get there as soon as I can because I start having, it feels like I'm having like a muscle spasm. That's usually what it feels like. And then it's like, boom you gotta go so i'm like i already understand what that's about because i my bladder is really that's how i know i'm having a flare-up too because it'll start doing it and if you're not sure what flare-up is it's just inflammation and it starts shooting pain for me in my bladder so that's something to be mindful of and, and just pay more attention to and then there's the overactive bladder where you go all the time like you go so much that you know it's like it seems like you're going every five minutes or every two minutes and you're not able to hold it until you get there and then it's it's a big problem so you want to be mindful of those things and also, be mindful of the medicines that you're taking because, you know, some of the blood pressure medicines that we take has uh, has it where it has a fluid pill in it or it's, it's, it has the fluid medicine in it or a diuretic and it'll make you go as well. So make sure you're being you know, mindful of your medications or if you're on any antidepressants, things like that. You want to make sure you're you're looking at that and seeing what it's saying because it can make you go more as well and it is stressful and it can be embarrassing like I said before and it makes it hard to even want to talk about sometimes because you don't know who, if they're going to understand or people look at you funny but I'm going to tell you now who cares what people think you have to make sure that you take care of you first and if this is a lot for you Make sure that you talk about it. You know, it's it's never the wrong time or it's it's never the best thing to keep it in, what you're dealing with, because it is a lot. It's a lot for me. So make sure that you have the right doctors that's around you that you can feel free and comfortable enough to talk to and tell them what you have going on you know one thing also with having bladder issues like that it it affects our 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 lives in so many different ways and and it's just like one of those things where we have to just kind of make sure that we don't get so overwhelmed and if we do that we we make sure that we do what's best for us so if you're on any antidepressants or anything like that make sure that you're looking into it as well with your doctor if you're feeling depressed You know, we want to make sure that we stay on that. And I really wanted to make sure that I gave you a little bit about incontinence, just in case you was kind of wondering, uh, what is incontinence? And there are a few things that I think that you could try after you are receiving new information from your doctor at a doctor's visit. And for me, the number one thing is, if I don't know something, ask your doctor before you do the research. Because a lot of times we'll be in our appointments and we won't say anything. That's why, and we just kind of listening and, or numb to the situation, or we're just ready to get out of there that we're really not asking those questions. So I always say that it's important to get with the right doctor so that you feel comfortable with them enough to tell them what's going on with you and they're able to give you feedback especially when you are so uncertain about the new things that they're presenting to you and new information that they're presenting to you the second thing is don't make decisions that you're not comfortable with trust your instincts okay you know better than anybody how you feel about a situation and if you're not comfortable with it just wait there's no need to rush into doing something and then you later regret it or if it doesn't work you upset with it and we want to keep our stress levels down you don't want to cause any flare-ups or any other problems like that. so we don't want to do that and the third is allow yourself time to process the information it's a lot it's a lot to hear and sometimes it doesn't take a day sometimes You need a couple days. Whatever you need, you do what's best for you. Because it's important. Things that we change in our lives is important. The things that we go through affects us in so many different ways that we don't know what to say all the time and know if we're making the right decisions if we just jump into it. So that's why I said always take the time and say, okay, I'm going to take my time with this to let me let me make sure that I'm understanding this correctly and then go from there because there's nothing wrong with asking questions there's not I do want to keep you lifted up if you are you know feeling overwhelmed with everything that's going on make sure you have someone that you can talk to and if you're feeling depressed please make sure that you reach out to someone that you know, if you have a therapist or someone you could talk to in that that um that way you can make sure you reach out to them and let them know this is how you're feeling. And dealing with bladder issues can be embarrassing but it, it can be it can be frustrating as well. And it makes you question so many different things. Even for me with questioning dating sometimes and if it's worth having to explain this process or what I'm going through to somebody else and what they understand. But I realized that I have to make sure that I focus on my health as well so that I can be the best me that I can be. And I want to encourage you to do the same in your life. I wanted to also share with you another affirmation like I did on the previous episode. And I wanted to share with you and it is from the book that i was telling you about prayers that bring healing overcoming sickness pain disease god's healing is for you by john eckhart i'm still on this because it is really good so the one that i'm going to share with you today is i believe god for miracles of healing in my life and in my family wherever i go in jesus name and amen to that because i i really do receive that because i I believe that for me and i believe that for you and it's something that we need you know we we have to keep lifting each other up and god is with us god is for us he has not left us and we're going to get through this together Thank you for listening to another episode of Living Beyond the Pain with me, K. Rochelle, where I talked about that bladder pacemaker and shared with you my story about going to my doctor's visit. I really hope that it was a blessing to you and you were able to get some information that maybe you didn't know. And always remember that you can search and just make sure you ask your doctors first. It's nothing wrong with asking them and making sure that you have the best plan of care with your doctors as well. So be comfortable enough to talk to them. And if you can't, You can always hire you somebody else, okay? Because remember, you pay them, okay? (laughs) Anyway, so until next time, I want you to always remember that you are loved. You are not alone. And that it's time for us to come out of the shadows. Be blessed. Bye.